Gray nipple hair. I know you've told me to shave stuff, but like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna shave my nipple hair. But I've got this gray nipple hair, and I don't know if you know, like, when they when they lack pigmentation, they they're actually like more pokey. So it's just like this about inch and a half nipple hair, and it's just gray, and it's just it's actually staring me like right in the eye every time I look down. Just reminding me of my mortality, which is why I kind of don't want to get rid of it, but it depresses me at the same time. So I really don't know what to truly do with it. So wait, I, I, I insisted that you get rid of this. I, I think it. I had mentioned before, like, oh, we can talk about my great nipple hair. And you're like, why don't you shave your fucking nipple hair, dumbass? And I'm like, that's the only hair I got, man. I don't have, I'm, I'm, I'm smooth as a baby's ass everywhere. And I got, I got a little, I got a little spider's nest right here in the old <laughs> chest eye socket area. And, you know, it's like the only thing that differentiates me from a child and a man if you see me from uh, the neck down. So I, I kind of just keep it there. Mm. You know, it's an accent it, point. It, and the only differentiating factor is now making you older. Is that? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've got some, I've got some pepper in the, or some salt in the beard. Um, but I feel like, I feel okay. I feel like everybody, even Alan. Look at Alan. Alan's ten years younger than me. He's got some gray in his beard. Oh yeah, I got plenty. Yeah. And mine just started showing up a couple of years ago. I don't have any hair on my head, so I don't know if that's going to go gray or not. It might be better if it does. It'd be like less maintenance trying to shave the head because you probably just won't see the you know the follicles quite as much poking through um but now looking down and seeing like literal like pubic hair like turning gray like think about this you waited like how many years of the first quarter of your life to get that hair to come in and be like there we are i'm a man now and now the thing that told you were a man is now telling you you're a dying man now we're failing you. This thing that you waited to blossom and bloom and, you know, represent to the world that you've now arrived is now showing you the world, showing you that it's letting the world know you're on your way out. And it's a little depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, did we have a discussion after the show ended or a show ended where I said something about like just shaving them off. Cause I, am I the weird one when I manscape, I take a low guard on a trimmer, get all my chest hair down to a certain thing. Then I pull the guard off and I, I trim all the nipple hair around it completely off. I'm the weird one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, yeah. that's fine. I don't know if, yeah. Just the way. I, mean, I don't think it's fairly weird. It's just different. The way my hair grows around my nipples, it would, can, it would nearly, it would create like a camouflage. It would create a canopy. And you'd be like, it, it, it would look weird. It would look odd. Comparative to the rest of my oh, chest if hair. You're, if you're shaving the rest of your chest hair, yes. But if you're not shaving your, the rest of your chest hair off, then the nipples would be, you know, would blend in. Yeah, I've tried that. But then it looks, it, it gets to be very, like, tumbleweedy. It's it's kind of thin and, and I, it just, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Again, this is, goes back to the David Beckham thing. I, I, I don't want to, I, I want to look like that. I don't want to look like... You know, Bobcat Goldthwait taking a shirt off. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? What is Beckham's like hairless? Maybe like my perception of it. And I'm not saying I want to look like David Beckham, but what I'm saying is, is like, if I, you don't, if I, (laughs) (laughs) if you had any illusions that you might be somewhere near him, you're not, you're Mm -hmm. not, you're good. Yeah. I, you know, they actually like probably 15 years ago, I saw him in a, uh, it was just like a speedo ad, 
And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm not him. Nope. I'm not talking about his chest hair either. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, if I don't shave it again, the best way I can describe it is like, it, it looks like a tumbleweed. You can see through it, but it it's there. And it, it, it just, if, if, if you put a, if you put a match to it, it would just, <laughs> right away. Well, it's hair, so that stands up. Uh, that's More how hair burns. <laughs> okay, but now, are you shaving it for yourself, or are you shaving it for Sarah? That's the question, though, because... I would say it's about 70 In which way? And me being the 70 Okay, being all right, that's fair. I like the look. I like the look of... Okay, all right. Well, you know, because I always wish that I had some chest hair, because I feel like I wouldn't have to work out quite as much, like, my abdominal region, because, like, when you have, like, that shadow kind of coming in, it, it actually kind of fakes... It fakes the ab muscles. You know, remember remember when Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels was all hair-suited up, and he was, like, all thin and, and sexy boying it up all over the place every Monday and Thursday night? I was like, damn, now that's a man. That looks like... That looks like George <laughs> Michael in his prime right there. Yeah, they got the same last name. Michaels are probably related. <laughs> I feel like that's just a, that's just a step too far for manscaping for me. And like, also, I you know I got I got man titties, and I feel like a hairless, glistening man titty is slightly like more repulsive to the general public when I'm at like pools and beaches uh, than like a regular like hairy chested man titty you know it's like oh look at that guy that's the guy's this guy's just letting it go i like it it's fine yeah and it's like not like unruly i'm not on a sweater i'm just saying (laughs) i was about to ask is are you are you hairy to a point where it's just it's it's it would be a full-time job to to manicure no no which is like my beard i think gives off the wrong impression um, you know what I mean? Like even my wife has said that she's like, I think your beard gives off the impression that you've got like a sweater on your, like, I, I'm pretty like, um, I've got some chest, I got some taco meat, mm. like you mm. can see, yeah, you know what I mean? I but it's not like mean. anything crazy. Like you said, you can see through it, right? but it kind of just stops at the man titty and then it picks back up at like my, up uh, my thighs. Do you remember like, did the, well, my the, pubes, obviously, but like my thought, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that goes without saying. But like, yeah, generally speaking, I'm not like not a big hair hairy guy. I just got this majestic beard. Do you remember the the old the hair club for men commercials where the it was early like late '80s, early '90s CGI where it showed like hair coming up from like your mm-hmm. your neck to the top of your head. I feel like you went from your chest to your beard. It's like, yeah, and created this like perfect. I could probably right. make that happen. <laughs> Look, well, like I said, the chest isn't as isn't as as luscious as this, mm-hmm. but like it's uh, actually Sarah sent me a, a an Instagram the other day, and it was of like this guy that said like he was gonna grow a single strip of hair that came down and up and then around his head. Did she show you that? Well, I, I said Alan could do that. Yeah, that's like that's. And she I was mean. like, "Could you do that?" And I was like, "I, I was like, technically, if." You count the fact that I kept the rest of my hair and I didn't just do a single strip. I've done that before because I had a chop stash and it went straight into my sideburns and then into my haircut. So, like, I have had a whole circle of hair around my head. Picture a chop stash, but the chops are are, are a thin Uh, line. You get the the mustache, thin ear, and then around the back. Yeah, I'm aware of how stupid that is. Yes, I can can envision the dumbassity easily, no problem. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. So, well so Alan, to to bring it back, yeah, uh, Sarah showed me that, and I was like, oh, God, it's Alan all the way. Yeah, 
I've done a lot of ridiculous shit with my face hair. I got. I'm gonna try to find pictures. I'll make a montage for an episode. Uh, nice. I had just like just a Fu Manchu. Uh, fucking, I've had multiple variations of my, just mustaches. Like, uh, yeah, it's been. But a the que- the question before. I do have though is, when did the when did the body shaving stuff really kick off? Was that us in the '90s, Wes? Like, was it was it American Pie? Is that what really did it? Because if you think about think the yesteryear, uh, your Burt Reynolds of the world, um, all those guys from the '70s, we, we all like, oh, you know, you can almost date like the rings of a tree. A pornographic film based on the body hair of the man performing in it. I mean, in this day and age, lordy. I mean, you better throw that razor away when you're done shaving that man, because they're showing you everything, getting right up in the eye socket, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I, to be, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't date it. I can't timeline it myself. I just know, like, there was a period where. Uh, where the late nineties started to merge with the two thousands when pornography, where it became the norm where every woman was completely bare and every man was at least trimmed. And then an extension of that, every man was like more or less hairless and I'm talking top to bottom and in every crevice too. Like these motherfuckers had to landscape to get, you know, what, what you saw on, on television. I can't imagine the fucking chaffage that took place after that's a pro. That's a fucking professional. You got to commit to your, to your craft. Right. Uh, when you're there. Uh, I, but I, and again, was it pornography? I don't know. It probably has a little bit of that. Some modeling, uh, yeah, you know, bikini it ads. It was co- when we started having like boy bands. You know what I mean? We saw like a like a 17 year old Justin hairless Justin Timberlake, except mm. for the fucking ramen noodles. Mm. You know what I mean? Then people were like, look at the peak. Phys- look, look at peak man in 1998. And fucking that's what okay. happened. It took off. Then there was the queer eye thing where they started making over even just straight guys into like, you know, metrose- the whole metrosexual thing. Like, yeah, you know, I would say late 90s into the early 2000s really okay. took off. Yeah, because I well, I'm always yeah. angry because, you know, everybody acts like men. Well, men have never been put upon for their bodies. Well, look, I'm confused because I've been told before I got married. I remember women saying like, well, you don't have any chest hair. It's like if I did, you would just fucking tell me to shave it. Aren't I just naturally glistening and beautiful for you? Why, why is this not okay? And then here's Wes talking about how he's got to go through a three-step program just to get his chest hair off and then get around the nipples and get it all evened out. Yeah. And somehow he's fading in the nipple hair into the actual chest stubble just so he can have himself, in his own mind's eye, the perfect masculine body. And doing it in the most homoerotic way possible. <laughs> Right. And by, by that, I mean over the sink, and then I run the water and splash it around and have it funnel down. I think sure. it's really just, it boils down to that uh, women are never happy. Yeah. So no matter which, which route you had chosen, she would like the other one. And then, you know, different strokes for different folks. Some people like Harry, some people like not. And there was certainly a, a paradigm shift because I remember uh, early in my in my dating years where females would say, like, <clears throat> uh, I, I, I was against it when it started to become either requested or my friends were talking about doing it. And I did it to thinking thinking I would feel like a, a, like a like a girl. I wouldn't feel like a woman. And then when I did it, I was like, wow, I feel great. I feel sexy. I'm going to keep doing this. I uh, don't know if that that at least in my humble opinion, that seemed to be more and more normal as time okay. went on you know 99 to 2000 to 2001 and where does american pie fit in what was because shannon elizabeth took her 
clothes off and what fucking. No, because I feel like it might have been the first movie that addressed like the shaving of the pubes because like uh, somebody, one of the characters in the movie was like, nah, man, you got to get down there. And remember, he like shaves his pubes and like throws them out the window or something and they land in somebody's face or the dad's face. He's picking them out of his mouth or something. Oh, that's like it's American wedding. Okay, either way, (laughs) it was one of those like I they're all the same. Time. Yeah, I swear, <laughs> I swear, it was one of those pie films, like you know, mid to late '90s, and it was like the first mm-hmm. coming of age movie that addressed the pubic hair problem, or at least created a problem out of something that may have not been a problem before that. But it just addressed it officially and said, and it was also one of the first movies to uh, address the phrase MILF. I think that might have been the first movie that actually used it in a sentence. When they're in uh, Stifler's house at the party, staring at the, man, that's a MILF right there. What's a MILF? But we'd already heard the term like two years earlier. It's like, oh, they're saying that thing that we know. Oh, they're addressing it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like that really changed the landscape of the, <laughs> changed the, landscape <laughs> of the, of the, the American youth culture. And now yeah. we're living in its aftermath. I feel like I saw, and I, I don't know if it was her, but I feel like I saw a porn in like 97 that starred Jenna Jameson where a majority of the women in the film were either <clears throat> like had landing strip or were completely bare. And I remember thinking like, damn, times are changing considering Great. what I was watching about a year ago, <laughs> which was my dad's bar exactly. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 wild stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> it's off, but yeah, I mean, you can imagine, Gosh, man. On. And look, in, in my kids never going to experience that that strange transition because, like, we grew up on our parents' porn, and so then the, the next generation would be, you know, thirty years behind the times, like with their pornography. But now, because the internet is the age of instantaneous, they will never know. They will never suffer the hardships of acquiring their pornography. And they will never have to deal with yesteryear's, you know, grooming <laughs> regimes. Yeah. 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 Or just print pornography at that. Yeah. Like, no, no, <laughs> like, well, nobody's going to ever really pick up a magazine. You no. Know, thumb, thumb through it. Maybe read an article. I think you're, the best you're going to get is a video of a pictorial taking place. No. Mm. It's going to be a live video, and you can you can see like the flash, a, and then the photographer pick. Okay, act like you're in ecstasy right now. Okay, <laughs> tongue out on the penis, tongue out on the penis. All right. No, no, because if if real porn has taught me anything, all of the pictorials of porn are just a guy sitting there fucking clicking away at the porn actually occurring. It's never, it's not even staged anymore. Like mm-hmm. you know, you watch porn, and you just hear like, like. Some dude just going to fucking town, getting like five thousand shots of vagina, getting entry, all the all that stuff. Yeah, so it's not it's it's not even romanticized anymore. I like some of the the old some of the old stuff where you occasionally see like a boom mic dropping into frame, like and then everybody got fuck it, keep going. We don't have enough money and budget to shoot this twice. Yeah, (laughs) and neither does Rex. Suspend, suspend belief, suspend reality. This is actually, I think, pro- something like a month and a half, two months ago, I was diddling around on my phone, and by diddling around, I mean looking at pornography. And something like <clears throat> something popped up on like, hey, you may like this, and clicked on it. And it was an oh, it, by even before 
like before most of the shit I had been watching, like late seventies, and it was there was a scene where this girl was like getting it missionary, and boy oh boy, what you saw underneath was uh, it was like a carpet sample, my man. It was like I can, I can it was, it was uh, what it was, was it, the taint field? It, yeah, yeah, it was, sure was. Yeah, yeah, that's what'll happen. Ah, I guess, I guess. Hey, man, middle class holes, everyone. Murr Allen and Fox, man, coming at you. Coming at you hairless, of course. Shaved or at least trimmed. Yeah. Uh, hey, real quick, before we get into uh, before we get into this this news bit, or like at least somewhat of a cast off of a news bit, we had talked about, I thought this was just a news story, okay, where a guy slips into a girl's DMs. She is afflicted with some sort of like either disease or, or some sort of genetic type thing where she can't grow up. She is of age, and I assume she's in her she's in her twenties, late teens, early twenties, twenties or something like that. But she ha- she's in the body of a twelve year old. Uh, this guy has reached out to her; they're dating, and you guys said it's a show. Yeah, yeah. Like what is it? Fuck. I am Shauna Ray or something like that. Yeah, it is. I am Shauna Ray. That's correct. Yeah, and was it entertaining? Uh, it's like on TLC because that's what TLC is about. Yeah. Now. Not really. Um, well, I mean, we are learning about a disease and a potential pedophile who is. I think we're learning about a potential yeah, pedophile. Definitely. He found he found a loophole. <laughs> I'll give him that. He found a loophole. He did. And I love the uh, I, look. I, and I respect like as a person who likes to argue, Mur, you probably respect this, too, is that my man states he's like, what? Just because she's had this thing happen to her that makes her look like this. She doesn't deserve love. And it's like, ah, yeah. Stop, buddy. I I know I can't argue that, but fuck you. <laughs> I know what yeah. you're doing. Um, <laughs> that's like the Don, that's like the Don Trump okay. argument. Like, how do you know? How do you know that's a thing? Like, well, because I I played against the I, I played the system. I know full well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wes, without having any prior knowledge of the show, and you've seen a picture of her at least. I think you saw. Well, you saw like the People magazine like cover photo of these two together. I, no, I saw a picture of them. It, it would look like a Hallmark or a, like a, like an Olin Mills picture, and then I saw them on Power. Okay, so what's your take initially? You see this, you're you're oblivious to all the th- all the details. Where what is your initial response to this? Uh, I mean, it's just it's fucking weird. I mean, like the guy's not breaking any rules, fortunately or unfortunately. I mean, my opinion matters nothing. I just like. <clears throat> they, if this if this man were to say like you know I I just saw I saw a video of her and I felt compassion and my heart bled and she just seemed real and genuine and you know what I just I figured I'd give it a shot I'd take a swing I'd shoot the shot like nah, I don't know man I don't know I think like you probably maybe you weren't a pervert maybe you weren't a pedophile but I think you had an itch and you finally as you said found yeah the loophole. I think I think he found a loophole to scratch it even the moms like I want her to have a boyfriend. But I have to question the intentions of the kind of guy who would want to date my yeah. daughter, which is an awful fault to have because obviously she – look, she, she's a 24-year-old and a 12-year-old body, and she wants a 24-year-old and a 12-year-old body. And so <laughs> she's – This is like a, like, a, like, a shallow, like a shallow house situation. Yeah. yeah. And – all right, shoot it to me straight, young man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing here? It's like, okay, I'm going to level with you. 
This will be illegal in every other scenario I've ran through my head. But I found your daughter. She scratched my itch, and I'm gonna scratch hers. <laughs> I mean, what what else could it be? What else could it be? Because I mean, Alan, is it is it entertaining? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I mean, I only watched the one episode. Uh, I mean, it's entertaining in the fact that you're just like, what's happening? Like, uh, so yeah, for now, I'll keep watching and let you know. But it's just, like, I kind of expected, I was like, oh, well, they'll put her on the show and they'll, like, do her up right. And, like, she'll look, like, I don't know, like 16 or something. Or maybe we split the fucking difference or something. Nah, this bitch looks like 11. And that's with, like, in full clothing, like, she's going out. And I'm like, mm, yeah, that's a child. Like, they, they yeah, there's, like, a montage in the beginning of her getting, like, carted. And like not even car like cart like like carted for like fucking PG thirteen movies and shit. Like <laughs> they're like, whoa. Are you here are you here with a parent? Minions Minions two is a little fucking it's PG thirteen. They say they say damn in hell, and I don't know if you're allowed to hear that or not. Yeah, I don't, are you allowed to hear things like that, young lady? And she's like, I'm twenty two. And they're like, Ah, yeah, you're lying. Like, so it's, it's kind of bad. And I think we can't, I, like I said, I can't really argue with the man's argument, right? Because he's, he's got himself like a fucking bulletproof argument as long as he stands by it and doesn't waver, but like bullshit. I have to concur. I have to concur because why would you? Okay, if you're a, yeah, and the guy's not like an ugly dude. It's not like this guy's got like some yeah. snaggle tooth like shooting out of his cheek or anything like that. He's got a full head of hair. Uh, he he looks fairly normal. He looks like he might work in the back end of a grocery store or something like that. But again, still normal ish looking kind of guy. Um, why would you go after someone that has obvious medical an obvious medical condition? obvious medical condition because if you didn't know if you didn't if you were not told by a national television corporation that this girl was of age you would have to assume that she's not so why would you seek that out why would you seek that trouble out in your life if there's literally billions of other people to choose from no let's be real here hold on pause like uh, let's see you're figuring out that screen share. Yeah, all right. Get us something juicy. Did it, did it pop up there? <clears throat> you got some. You got some Harry Seventies porn. Get up, all right. But like, all right. Let's like, like look at this guy. Like, you kind of you might have undersold him a little bit. This is a front of house. Okay. Guy. That's like lead. That's like lead cashier at at least. Yeah, all like right? an Aldi. Like, dude, dude, man. Look, at that, look, look at the like. Look at them in the surfboard. That's a body that of a man who shaves his his abdomen, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's you know mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and then look at the small child that he took on a field trip with him. Like this is this is a little fucked up. I mean, that I can't thing argue around this her argument. Then I sound like thing, a dickhead. But that it's thing out. around her, that thing around her ankle looks like a fucking knee brace, <laughs> right? Oh man, yeah. she's twenty three. She's twenty three years old. Now, and 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Look, bottom line is like Chris Hansen was about to like walk through the door and is like. Okay, uh, never mind. I guess uh, I guess things are on the up and up here. Right? Right. Okay, uh, I guess we're, we're going the other way. Rally it up, guys. Heading down the street. So, yeah, I... I, 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 I 
he is who he is. She is. I don't blame yeah. her, but I definitely blame him. I'm just yeah. suspect. Like, look, I, she deserves love. He's goddamn right. But I, I, I'm a bullshitter. I, I just I got a feeling. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> and, okay. But like she says in the beginning of the episode, too, she's like, look, I've dated dudes or like tried to date dudes. And like, I can kind of tell when they're fucking creeps. And I guess like after a lifetime of fucking batting off creeps, you kind of get used to it. Right. But like, I th like her mom, I'm still suspect. Let's flip the script here. What if she decided to date a 13 year old? Mm. I'm allowed. Hal is still in legal counsel mood from last time. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I mean, it's equally weird, I think. But physical attraction-wise, yeah. yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So you know could I mean? she get like a, like, I don't know, would she be allowed some sort of get-out-of-jail-free card in the eyes of the law if they're like, Okay, you you know he's thirteen. It's like look at me, judge. Like fair fair point. Yeah. Right. Well, I think they should. I think there should be. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yes, I one hundred percent. She should. She's got. She's had it tough already. She had cancer. She's a fucking twenty three year old child. Fucking like, yeah. Did you not? You, know, you haven't watched the show. You just no. I mean, <clears throat> all I was gonna say was. I just got back from, well, last week, got back from vacation in Florida with, with some family members, and one of which, <clears throat> uh, I have a cousin who's 12. My point is, like, if some of the stories she was telling and some of the things, like, she was like, oh, my God, like, you guys want to hear some of the, the conflicts the conflicts and things that I'm going through? I could use some advice. We were like, yeah, sure. What do you got? And it was like, blah, 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 blah. And mind you, I want to overcast this with she's a pleasant person and I love her to death and she's going to grow up to be a great person. If I was stuck in a position where I was like a forever a 13-year-old boy and that's what I had to deal with in order to maintain like a steady like dating life, fuck, man, it might be it might be wrist slipping time. I don't know if I could listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how this all pans out. I mean, it, it is what it is. I almost feel creepy just uh, even like discussing it any further at, at this point. Cause it does, it does feel weird. Like, yeah, it's just, <clears throat> I, I'm suspect. Well, look, if they get married and they live happily ever after, fuck me. Right. But, I don't believe it. Yeah. I just like Alan, you nail on the head. You're like, I'm a bullshitter. Is this that whole thing like where you you can't bullshit you a can't, bullshitter? Yeah, you can't, never you can't bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, look, I think look, we're all guy, we're guys here. Let's guy out real quick, right? Like, we're all, we all. There's the uh, petite girl kind of like you know genre and fantasy to that some spinner. guys are into. Yeah, the spinner. There you go. That's those are advanced terms. <laughs> <laughs> But this is not that, you know? Yes. Like, this is, this is egregious. Like, you know, spinner, five, five foot, four eleven. This, I think this bitch is under four feet. Just to clarify, um, I've been told in the gay community I would be a spinner. <laughs> oh. So, but I don't think I look like a 12-year-old. So, I guess. You should have given him the George to Oh, my. my. <laughs> yeah, that, that is oh, my. Worthy. <laughs> hey, real quick, before before we get into, and it's, I, I hate to say the news segment because it's not because we're going to go off into something else. 
but uh, uh, my my cousin gave like this. She had this terrible conflict where she may have overheard or she may have said something that someone overheard about no one should ever give up softball practice for a birthday party. And then lo and behold, an important birthday party when they got done uh, vacation was coming up and she had softball practice, which was the first one of the year. And she was fearful that some of the party goers may have, may have, it may have caught wind of this. Do you want to know what my advice was? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Deny, deny that shit. I didn't say that. You didn't, you, you didn't hear that from me. What you do nope. is you'd be like, you, you use the shaggy defense and then you play her the song. It wasn't me and the actual mm-hmm. music video. You got to play her the music video and then you don't give her any more advice. That's it. That's the rest. <laughs> that's the end of the advice. There's no caveats. There's no context. Right. Shaggy defense, YouTube video. That's it. Mm. She said, Nope. Mm-mm. That mean you, you uh, may no. have heard someone else say that and said, I said it, but I, I didn't say Why that. Didn't somebody looked like me. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I said then then what's going to happen is she's going to get like a best friend that they swore they would never lie to each other. And it was like, look, look me in the eyes and tell me you didn't say that. And she's gonna be like, All right, I said it, damn it. You look that it. bitch in the eye and you'd be like, wasn't me. <laughs> Don't fold under questioning. It wasn't me. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> Softball and birthday parties are equally as important. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. All right, um, I'm sure you guys have all heard about Megan Hall, the 26-year-old, soon-to-be former cop out of uh, somewhere in the heartland of Tennessee. So apparently, this young lady was uh, part of a sex ring in the uh, within within the force, and her husband was a part of the ringleader. And I'm looking over some photos, and I whew, desperate times, <laughs> desperate, time, desperate times in that police force over there. So. I don't want to get into the internet. <laughs> well, this, apparently okay? some of the guys on the force did. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Repetitive ins and outs. Okay. But in all yeah. honesty, I, I knew we were going to talk about this. I started seeing the meme pop up like all over the internet, like, you know, I, just for different variations. I'm like, well, who is, so I literally typed in female cop meme and then her, she popped up. I genuinely don't know the, ins and outs of the story so give me the cliff notes and and let's discuss i'll be honest with you i i know high level cliff notes i know that that yeah uh she she was screwing five or six dudes from the force uh and i think it had some was her husband in the force so her husband was a cop and like well he was applying to be a whatever state they're in like highway patrolman but okay. then he like withdrew from that because of this whole fucking scandal. And he's like a cop in some other like a sheriff in some other jurisdiction. But yeah, like uh like Wes said, a bunch of a bunch of the fucking a bunch of the squad had their way. There's not much to say about it. Like there was multiple instances from what I understand. There was like a group blowy J's. There was fucking there, I believe I believe Amtrak's left stations. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> the boys got some is what I'm trying to say to you. Uh, and, you know, they're all consenting adults. Good for them, I guess. One was married. Probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, but now, did the husband know about this? Uh, he did not until it okay. came out. All right, that's that's right. the basics that that I needed to know, and I feel then now I actually genuinely feel bad 
for the husband. I could care less about, I couldn't care any less about what whatever slings and arrows that this woman has to suffer at this point, I guess. But here's the main question, though. Were they good cops? If they're good cops, man, like... This is if this is what it takes to have a good police force, and I say sign them all up. Yeah, make it an orgy, dude. If 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 crime rate is low and the sex is high in the department, hell yeah, let them get the nightsticks involved, handcuffs, everything. That's I mean that's fair. I don't know the statistics behind it, but I'm also gonna say that Blowy J's on duty is probably a slippery slope, right? Like. I guess it's you probably you're probably neglecting something whilst committing that. But this could be, you know, we talk about police reform in America. And if you don't if you have time for for blowy jays and uh, and and nothing bad is happening around you, then maybe that's what needs. Maybe maybe they should just mind their business. I'm speaking of uh, law enforcement in America until there's business to be minded. So maybe mind your business unless there's business to be minded. So that means that if, don't go seeking anything going wrong until something goes wrong and then go try and fix the situation. That seems to be the best police I mean, work. That sounds like a way to definitely skew the statistics in a manner that don't does not benefit society. Um, well, I mean, so I'm cool with, cool with it, I guess. But I think for the amount of money that we each spend on fucking law enforcement, we should either... Just get rid of them if they've got blowy J time or you know, maybe reassign no, them. I, I, look at, I look at the police. Here's how I'm looking at the police in America now. It should be like firefighters, right? Firefighters just hang out and cook chili. That's the way I look at it. They, they hang out at the firehouse and they cook chili <laughs> all day long unless something catches on fire. You know, they, they, might, they might have. <laughs> that's got to be the most ridiculous fucking vision of like an occupation I can imagine. That's so, it's like Emerald Glossy and yeah, firefighters. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Go they, 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 they have, they watch Pulp Fiction and The Godfather and they just sit around and they make chili and they slap each other on the ass. And then when a fire breaks out, they come together, they slide down that pole and they put shit out. Like that's their day. That, isn't that how the cops should be then too? It should be like, day, there's no mass shooting going on. So everybody hang out until some bad shit happens. In theory, yes, but one, the frequency of fire to crime, or the ratio, of, you know, fire to crime, I think is is vastly sure. different. You know, you might get a get two fires a day, hundreds <laughs> of crimes a day, uh, and then secondly, uh, firefighters don't carry guns, so it's not a whole lot of money in fucking hiring more firefighters to sit around and actively police fires. Fucking <laughs> yeah. and, and cameras and ballistic vests and cars and okay. uniforms. But see, and boots hold on, and all of that. Other My stuff. argument might still hold water here because don't the police walk around looking for potential crime? So if the firefighters then walked around looking for a potential fire, <laughs> sort of, and that's why we get ourselves in so much trouble. It's like, hey, what are you doing over there? Hey, fuck you. And then there's an altercation, and then there's there's. Why, what's your badge number? Don't worry about my badge number. Why are you filming me? And then there comes a confrontation. If firefighters walked around with, like, uh, oh, uh, fire extinguishers and were like, somebody flicked a butt out on the street and was like, Pah! you almost started a fire in the gutter. Like, no, I didn't. It's filled with water. Well, it could have been filled with gasoline. You know, it's like confrontation. And then. Well, see, I think, 
I think hold on because I think you described two different scenarios. I think you just what you described from the police may be considered harassment, and what you described from a firefighter was actively fighting a potential fire. <laughs> there's a there's a fine line between the two, I guess. Yeah, and plus, if they're out there fire, you know, taking a fire extinguisher to any potential fire, that fucking chili is not going to be nearly as good back Fair at the point. station. That's I mean, you're neglecting the chili. Thing. But you're also helping, you're proving my point again here, too, is like Alan said, fires are fewer and further between than crime. So firefighters have time for a nice, long, slow-cooked chili, whereas police officers should have time for just enough blowies to get through their day in a manageable way. Thank you. Yeah. I do, in the article that I pulled up, it wasn't the, it was something that came out after the fact, and they pretty much tried to deface, or not deface, but pretty, they tried, tried to shed light on how she was a subpar cop, and it had to do with the fact that she, she crashed two police cruisers, uh, resulting in like three and $4,000 each. I mean, how the hell are you going to be good at driving a car when you're it's fucking like, up the When your head's now? in somebody's lap, you can't see the road. <laughs> You can't fucking steer. You don't know when to brake. But my question is, is this is this the passenger? The, the guy in the passenger seat has no dick anymore. By the way, but here's the, is this really like news to the people in the department though? It really, nobody knew this was going on. No one was aware. If she nailed like because from 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 the images that I saw, it was like her in the middle with like five police officers surrounding her. Here are the people involved. Look, yeah. if your coworker's banging even one other coworker, everybody's gonna know about it. There's gonna be rumors around the coffee coffee pot about what's been going on. You bang five of your coworkers and your husband's a sheriff in another town, you're telling me that there ain't like a tri state like just rumor mill going on around about you and who you are. And by the way, uh just for here we are. Here's oh, the geez. subject. Yeah. 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 She's got a really weak chin. Don't <laughs> tell, tell that to her coworkers. <laughs> here's another day. car that she here's another car that she later crashed. Because <laughs> she can't even she's not even looking down the street. <laughs> but honestly, like I mean not that I'm like any kind of like, you know, primed fucking physical specimen to take down a police officer but like if megan hall gets in my way while i'm robbing somebody i'm fucking megan hall up like <laughs> I, i'm steamrolling the shit out what of we, her like, from what we've we learned she's gonna let you <laughs> she's yeah. gonna she's gonna she's gonna take it uh you pull your pants down man <laughs> i think it's game over hey it's you <laughs> that's rude uh <laughs> but yeah I think you're right. Everybody knew about this. This just got out to the news, and everybody was like, "Damn, they're making black pornos <laughs> and fucking on <laughs> in Tennessee fucking police departments." <laughs> you know what? I've seen a few of these in the early nineties where the women still had hair. <laughs> I've seen the one where the, where the small white girl sitting on a couch with five black dudes behind them like this. <laughs> I know yeah. what happens after that. <laughs> By the way, those porns always humored me. Where like it's obviously the the chinziest, chinziest set you can imagine with yeah. someone in there, and the, and the female cops like, "What are you doing? You looking around? You look horny. I'm coming in." <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's that's all it takes, huh? Um, 
Well, of course, I, I had a point to this. Uh, oh, the thing I was going to say is, again, we're in a time where people are, where cop, and not only cops, but stations, departments, and the uh, that job as a whole is under the yeah. microscope. So when something like this happens, like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe it. This, this, is what, this is what cops are doing. They're not solving crime. They're fucking having orgies, and people are fucking more than another. All right. Look, I'm going to tell you, if you probed each and every line of employment, I'm not saying this is common, but I think it happened more often than than than, than you'd be privy to. No, I mean, you got you. I think you almost got to be kidding me. I don't believe you if you tell me you don't know a pair of people in your office or like near vicinity that has diddled yeah. each other. That is touching each other's private parts in some capacity. Yeah. Like it's. Mm. This is just how it goes. No, man. and, and it, well, I mean, I think anytime you've got a group of people hanging out every day together for eight plus hours at a time, there's going to be a couple of them that finally start to get a little, little, little too frisky, a little too friendly with each other. But I do remember, and and then they're going to go to a happy they're hour. Gonna, yes, they're going to go to a happy hour, <laughs> and they're going to like, oh, you're so funny. Uh, hey, you want to go to the bathroom with me real quick? Because I just, I might, I might need some help on zipping my pants, if you know what I mean. And then yes, and then there's going to be, hey, those two were in the bathroom for quite some time together. And then there's going to be a rumor going around, and I can remember. By the way, I remember back when I, no, what? no, me, me and her just took a shit in the unisex bathroom. <laughs> We each took twenty minutes shit together, and the other person still didn't watch. The other person said, "Watch, didn't watch, made sure everything went okay." Fine. <laughs> 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 no, like I worked, I worked in a call center, and boy, fuck, that's that's just a fucking, that's just a sex fucking, just I don't, I don't even know what to call it, meat market. It's, it's all it was. There was a room downstairs that uh that it was for relaxation. Mm. So anybody in the office could go in. There's like massage chairs and like you could. There was like light, mood lighting you could set and like a speaker so you listen to some tunes. But only there was a sign. It was like only one person supposed to be in this motherfucker at a time. Come on, <laughs> you know you already. Why why you make a fuck room and try to tell a bunch of fucking twenty <laughs> something working twenty somethings working at a call center making fucking like fifteen dollars an hour they ain't fucking in it. That's because somebody right. had to make a call to like, HR and HR was like, at least put a sign up. Just say one at a time. At least put a sign. Right. It was that next like, to the cafeteria too. <laughs> yeah. So when you were done and you worked up an appetite, get yourself a turkey sandwich. That's always got like the like the dark room in a photography class in high school. I knew I knew numerous yeah. people who fooled fooled around the dark room. Like oh yeah we're gonna go we got we got some photo got some photographs to throw under the uh, throw under the red light. Oh my god I can dude I <laughs> appropriately Mrs Woods class I could always remember <laughs> I was like the only guy in this photography class and I was like who am I getting partnered up with who am I going in the dark room with I was like salivating like just thinking about who I was gonna like get to sniff their hair and see if I could get a little closer. <laughs> Ooh, this looks like good framing. He did a good job. Got nice, nice and close. Uh, Had the right. Speaking lens. of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I was <laughs> adjusting my fly. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tuck this bad boy up in my belt buckle. Get out of here. <laughs> By the way, Wes, did you ever hear the rumor of the uh, the, the 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 lady gym teacher that? Now, this would have been, like, around, like, 91, 92. 
that apparently uh, maybe made her rounds with the football team at the old Perryville High School? No. Really? I don't want to say – I know the last name. I don't want to say the last name because if I'm wrong, that could be a big problem. But, no, there was there was a rumor going into high school, and she actually – and this was like my brother's senior year, and my brother graduated the year before I went to high school. So there was this rumor about her and the football team, multiple members of the starting lineup, and her. And then the next year I came in, she no longer worked at the school anymore. Mm. So when to get fucked by a bunch of linebackers? Can you blame her? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of Megan Hall's. Uh, uh, compatriots were former football players themselves. Right. So, yeah. but are we supposed? To, are we? Are we? Okay. So again, now that we're in this new era, are we even allowed to hold it against her for doing this though? Because you know the whole like, hey man, people are allowed to live their lives and blah 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 blah. Did it affect her police work? And are you allowed to hold it against her? Can you judge her for this? Or is it all just like pleasure? Does marriage mean anything? Does the stature of the job mean anything? Is she just allowed to do it because no one was hurt? Nah, well, I think there's multiple answers to that, right? Like different contexts, like you just said. Like, so she was S&Ds on the company clock on in the company car. Fireable offense. Gaga. That's yeah. it, it is what it is. From what I understand, next town over, hire you right up. That's how cops okay. work, right? So, not a big deal. Um, do we hold it against her, like, like morally? I mean, she cheated on her husband, so I guess if you're, you know, if if you're into marriage and vows and things, yeah, she probably should have done that. Um, yeah. If her and her husband work it out, yeah, then more power to them. If they don't, then they get divorced. Yeah. Um, and then, like, generally speaking, should, should he should she have been fucking a bunch of her coworkers? I mean. She's a, she's a grown adult woman. Sounds like it was all consensual. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. Doesn't bother me. And by the way, I was like, as a man, I don't necessarily know I could see past six or seven <laughs> offenses, assuming yeah. it's, assuming I, it only happened one time. I, I agree. Like, I would not, I would not be husband Hall, and I would not be in her court. I would not be like I'm supporting my baby. <laughs> no, 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 we done. Uh, but. We took vows. But, like, she she didn't get raped. She didn't get, like, sexually assaulted or, like, she didn't sexually assault one of these unsuspecting cops. Like, everybody was just fucking. And I got caught. It just happened. Yeah. Like, 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 like Wes said, she fucking had had a little bit of a spotty record. Uh, (laughs) You know, she had a little bit of a spotty record. She fucking fucked in a car, in in the company car. Can't do that. And you're in a profession that's a little, uh, a little hot, a hot button right now. Yeah. Here's a little bit of a plot you're twist. A nurse, uh, last summer, her pay got bumped from 39k to 53. Ooh, that's big in Tennessee. Damn. Um, okay. Wherever she was, Tennessee. Kentucky. Maybe. Yeah, Tennessee. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe the chain of command was involved here a little bit, a uh, little bit as well. <laughs> Dude, this chick. That's more. That's more than. Cost of living, that's for good. This chick figured out some solid job security, and I cannot hold that against her at all. But as far as what? All what? Right. Hold on. As I scroll <laughs> down, plot twists continue to happen. What? Look at this. Give me your thoughts. These are these are a the couple of the people who were involved in the ring. Okay, hold on. 
Listen, boom. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. She's got. To, <laughs> All right, we got two out of three. Look Sorry. This fucking dweeb at the end. <laughs> this guy. He watched. He fucking Simon Rex in the corner. They were like, that. she wants. She wants six. She said six specifically, and you're on duty, buddy. Get up. Get on in here. <laughs> he was just. He was he happy was like, to be there. He was. Uh, do I really have to pull my pants off? I can just leave my boxers on. He was, he was taking Dude, pictures. Wait, is, is, uh, is that Dana White? <laughs> yeah, it's Dana White. Oh, Lord. All right, we're, we're going to get shut down for this. And we, we this was supposed to lead to a different segment, but you know what? That's the beauty of this fucking podcast. So, listen, 40 minutes in. Do you, do you guys want to do Friend or Foe? Or are we going to skip the Fun we Fact Friday? We can go right to Fun Fact Friday if you like, because I don't really have a Friend or Foe sitting right in front of me, but we can Friend or Foe. That's fun. Nah, Fun Fact Friday. We did have the – it was the uh, the cafeteria oh, yeah. worker who's uh, giving – don't worry about that. Friend. Let's not let, – let's expand some minds. Right. Yes, I actually think – I don't really sit here, want to sit here and uh, uh, defend my decision to say that a cafeteria worker feeding pot – Pot laced food to children is in any way <laughs> acceptable. Bro, Friend. let me tell you, this Friend. this woman, let me tell you, this woman could cook up a mean thing of mashed potatoes, ten pounds at a time. Oh my like, god! That is like, hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my. Selling edible <laughs> marijuana to students. Yeah, that's a. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that's a foe all the way. But here's what's a friend to all, especially to your neurons inside your brain. It is officially time for your Fun Fact Friday and some amazing facts. Brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. You can find them online on Facebook, one of the fastest growing non-medical groups that claims to have medical advice for you and the pain below your knee and above your ankle. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Your first amazing fact. Did you know the popular board game Clue was first developed 80 years ago in the UK by Anthony Pratt as a cure for boredom while he and his wife, who contributed to its creation, were waiting out bomb raids of World War II. Among Pratt's early ideas for weapons, an axe, a bomb, and a fireplace poker. Oh, wow. these waiting out uh, inevitable or would be perceived death of bombs during World War II, and you come up with a board game. I mean, inspiration comes that, from different. That areas. is pure gallows humor. Like, excuse me, sweetie, how do you think we're gonna die? Hmm. Will it be a bomb from above? Oh, will you go stir crazy and stab me with the fireplace poker, <laughs> or will I stab you with an axe? It might be that wanker next door, That's Mr. Green. Right. Exactly how it happened. And then you'll run and end up in the dining room. <laughs> <laughs> and the bombing stopped and then they exactly. were on to something. Like, holy, oh my God. Holy By shit. the way, did you ever hear the story about um, the legal battle um, with Trivial, Trivial Pursuit? Yeah, what did they, no. they get into with clue? So these two guys, um, they they were bored, and then, again, kids will never get this because pre pre internet, obviously, nineteen sixties and the early nineteen seventies, 
Um, these guys wanted to go on a beer run, and uh, I can't remember what was holding them back, but they had this idea for like who was going to go, and they were going to ask each other questions. First one to get it wrong had to go get the beer. Well, they realized that they were having so much fun playing trivia that they, they were like, well, we can create a game out of this. So they drank a 12-pack and sat down and designed the board off the back of the fucking beer box, and they were like, well, where are we going to get all these facts? Well, they found a fact book. And the way fact book writers would could tell if somebody was copywriting their material is they would put one fake fact inside of their book. And the question was, what was Columbo's first name? And the guy wrote in his fact book, Philip. But they never said Columbo's name in the actual TV series. So on Trivial Pursuit, if you find the question, what is Columbo's first name, the answer will say Philip. But that's the wrong answer. And that's how that guy took him to court. But the judge said, you can't copyright facts. So go fuck yourself. And because of that, Columbo's first name is now Philip. Dude, this is this is the they'll never write it fucking movie. It's like what you just described. That was us in my parents' basement drinking beer and hanging out <laughs> and <laughs> chit-chatting. <laughs> Getting, getting, getting edibles from lunch, ladies. <laughs> Damn, the mashed potatoes are good today. <laughs> Did you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what I, I, Did you eat an edible for the fucking show, dude? <laughs> Did you know? In 1967, Mad Magazine printed an obviously phony $3 bill with mascot Alfred E. Newman's likeness on it. No one was fooled except for change machines, which were just being installed all around the country. People would feed them into the machine and get coins in return. The problem led to MAD getting a visit from the U.S. Treasury Department. So the question is, though, was it that the bills were so good or the machines were so bad? It was probably the machines being bad, honestly. If they were, like, new to the market. Yeah. They were like, it's just a scanner. And it scanned anything. And it saw a number. And was like, all right. You know? Three yeah. three times four. Here's your quarters. Like, <laughs> Hasn't the whole progression of this been just limiting scams? And I'm not saying necessarily it's a scam. But, but it hasn't, like, yeah. Back, like, you know. I, I, I agree with Alan. That's what I'm saying. It's just... It, it, you know, so what? Shitty, shitty technology. They upgraded the technology. Yeah, I, I know, but yeah. but almost. I have to ask though: is it almost is it fair for Mad to be like Mad like Mad Magazine for them to like have the Treasury Department come and be like, hey, what's up with this bill? It's like fuck you, man. What's up with your machines? Kiss my dick. Like, yeah, yeah. You should do the fold in the back fucking cover, okay? Humor yourself a little bit. Uh yeah, I mean, probably not. But then again, I think if you start fiddling with fake currency in any capacity, you're just kind of asking for the Treasury Department to maybe take a look. You know what I mean? Especially if you're making them on, like, a wide scale. I guess, but, like, I mean, if it, if it's an obvious fake to the user's eye, like, if, if you handed that to a person, they'd be like, this isn't real money, obviously. But, yeah, you give it to a machine... I mean, technically, you should be going and visiting the people who fed it into the machine, but you can't do that, so you go after the source. Um, but it, it does go to show you how... I remember when there was a car wash down here in Conowingo, 
and my brother taught me this trick. So you put your quarters in, and of course the power washer would turn on. Well, he taught me that if you held the power washer up to the coin slot, it would think it was getting like an unlimited amount of quarters, and that fucker would never turn off. And I remember that's how I washed my car. I would go down, I would put in the four quarters it took to start it, and then for like 30 seconds, you would just hold the power washer up to the quarter slot, and then you could just infinitely wash your car. And the owner, I guess, caught me doing it one day, and he was like, like, the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, look, I'm wrong. You're right. I'm sorry. He's like, and he got, dude, I thought this guy's blood vessels were going to burst out of his fucking neck. And I was like, what do you want me to do? He's like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, you got it. And I just got in my car, shut the door, fucking squealed the fuck out of there. I'd be like, I'm going to wash my car real quick. No, no. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. Can I get a, like, like a 30 second spray? I'd be like, look, I already paid for it though. So. <laughs> It says on the on the meter. That ninety two Ford Pro fucking moved faster than the speed of light that day. And the other one I remember was somebody taught me that if you drilled a hole in a quarter and tied a string to it, if you went to the arcade, if you if you let it go into the quarter slot just enough for it to click on the screen, you could pull it out and keep doing it. I had that quarter on a string for about three years. Played a lot of Street Fighter Two. <laughs> <clears throat> Street Fighter Two, fuck! I never did that. Would you? Would you get your your dad's wood shop and have like yeah. the, like the the drill? Hundred percent. I ruined a wood a wood bit, <laughs> like fucking drilling through a quarter. Yes. And then put it put it right back at right back in your dad's thing. Like, oh, no, yeah. I don't know. My brother absolutely. You are literally <laughs> revisiting the fucking entire scene. That's how I would have done it. Did you know? In 1977, Peter Finch became the first actor to win a posthumous Academy Award for playing mad-as-hell anchor Howard Beale in Network. But Oscar-winning scribe uh, Patty Shalafalanga, who was born on January 29, 1923, pictured Cary Grant, Henry Fonda, James Stewart, or Paul Newman in the role. He even wrote a letter to Newman telling him, you and a very small handful of actors are the only ones I can think of with the range to play this part. So the guy who wasn't even supposed to get the part got the part, won the won the Academy Award. I want everyone to get up out of your seat. I want you to look around and tell them you're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. It's a great scene. Actually, they play that at 76ers games. Oh, man. That gets the crowd pumping. It gets the crowd going. They made, they made us watch that in broadcasting school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they should have. Along with what? Uh, Debbie Does Dallas? Like Now, you see here, this is a golden age hair porn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they used Aquanet everywhere. <laughs> All over. Full body. Yeah. yeah. Alan, have you ever seen was it? It's Talk Network. Wow, Christ. Why didn't you, Network. Network. You should I watch that. I have seen it a long okay. time ago. Long, it's a long time ago. And actually, here's a funny one. Um, it was network, and then then our um, one our TV guy came in. And he's like, "Okay, has ever has anyone ever seen broadcast news?" And of course, I raised my hand. He's like, "Okay, tell everybody about." It. I was like, "I don't know." It comes on at like six o'clock, eleven o'clock, ten o'clock on Fox. I'm like, no, the movie, dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> he said broadcast news. I just literally thought he meant. Like news that was broadcast on television. 
You were the only person that raised a hand, and you were, you were like thinking, like, what are these fucking yeah. in here? No like, like, that's what we're like... here for, dick fucks. Like, <laughs> dick fucks. <laughs> Did you know go is the shortest complete sentence in the English language? Go! Exclamation point or period. Yeah. Go. Oh. Makes yeah. sense. <clears throat> I guess uh, re ready and set play a limited role. Second and third, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, there's some fucking English nerd out there who just fucking shit his pants. <laughs> oh, good one, Wesley. <laughs> and finally, did you know the average computer user spends more time touching their computer keyboard? Than their spouse or partner. Wait, what was Damn. that? The that average was... computer nerd spends more time touching their keyboard than they spend touching their partner. I want. Did it say nerd? What qualifies as a nerd? I don't know what it said. God Are damn it! User? I'm gonna read. Okay, I'm gonna read this one more fucking time. Two of you, the two of youths. I no, you didn't. I thought you said computer well, the user. The, the average time. computer user. Spends more time touching their computer keyboard than their spouse or partner. But that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. I mean, if I'm if I'm working, I mean, yeah, I, work, I, I work with the computer. Yeah. I mean, if I got to touch my lady, like, fucking, like, eight hours to fucking get something out of her, then there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Intimacy is in small birds. Sturts or quartz, whatever you want. Quartz? Uh, the only quartz yeah. <laughs> that are happening is with that chick in the fucking police department. <laughs> yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, she's uh, <laughs> get a couple cups of uh, uh, um, and that, my friends, <laughs> is uh, your fun fact Friday. Uh, hey, listen, tonight on before you go. Now it's been a good week for penises. It's been a good week for dicks and cocks and balls. Or what have you. And up in Boston, they, uh. <laughs> hey, man. People celebrate the vagina. They don't celebrate the. Uh, you know the what? You're 100% correct. You, you know what? Hold on. Pause. Serious segment here. You're right. There, there's those, the vagina monologues. There's a celebration of, 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 the, of the slit, but there's no celebration of, of this. Why not? God damn it, we've won every fucking war that's ever been waged. We've also lost every war that's ever been waged. But we've been involved in every war that's ever been waged. Where is our comeuppance? Jesus. Okay? I know I know we've littered the history books with our own fucking uh you know successes, but good God. We also make more money than them. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because who gets off the boat first, what Alan? Well, I get it, but like I'm just saying, I think we've, I think we've been winning, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not even the right color, and I've been winning. We, you know, we earn that extra dollar an hour because we're the last ones to leave the burning buildings. That's why. So keep that in mind, ladies. Eh. Not if we had proactive fire firefighting. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Uh, so up in Boston this week, uh, there was an unveiling of a Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. bronze statue. It was pretty 20 foot, uh, 22 feet tall, uh, hugging Coretta Scott King. So it's just, a, it's, it's arms and forearms. 
Okay. <clears throat> but if you come around to the opposite <laughs> side of it, it looks like someone is holding a huge bronze dick. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to really talk about is some news that hit this week when Pamela Anderson alleged that Tim Allen flashed his dick to her when she was 23 years old. That's right. The Canadian playmate of, I don't, was she playmate of the year? I don't know. She yeah, she was definitely play playmate of the, of the year. She was everything. She was everything that there was to be at one point in her fucking young yeah. career. So, yeah. On the So she says, quote, on the first day of filming, I walked out of the dressing room and Tim was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe, flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. And he said it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now we're even. I laughed uncomfortably, according to the excerpt Love, Pamela, which is a variety obtained ahead of the book's uh, January 31st release. So she may be yipping yapping about this because it's a book release. I like I like the Tim Allen response. Nope, never happened. I would never do such a thing. He told Variety. <laughs> so, so he did use the shaggy defense. Wouldn't me. That's right. Um, and wait, and in his other so, defense, he was Tim the Tool Man Taylor. So you know, just living up, right. living up to the name. I was gonna say. Do you, do you think, think there's he, any chance do you think he grunted? Do you think he grunted at her when he did it? <laughs> he opened <laughs> his rope. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ah. Right away. Well, before you continue, I can actually see this happening like reasonably because let's say he was wearing a robe and let's say he was adjusting the robe and his dick fall falls out. Okay. It's something that happens. Okay. If you ever wore a robe and you got to adjust and you know, you do like the quick flap so you can get the two edges over top of each other. Then you tie it. And let's say she walked out and she saw his dick and he was like, eh, it's only fair. I've seen you naked. Maybe it was innocent. And then she took it away. And then he just said, nope, didn't happen. Because in his mind, it didn't happen. Maybe he was embarrassed about it. Wasn't he drinking a lot and doing a lot of blows? That too, yeah. There's early, early years. That, that, yeah. Yeah, that may have contributed, so. but, you know, so in his mind, nothing per happened. <laughs> Perhaps now, and then again, I'm just like playing out all the variables. He's pretty, I mean, this is like, I don't know, 12, uh, 12 word sentence. Nope, never happened. I would never do such a thing. Um, perhaps it was Al Borland. <laughs> And she just confused it too. Be, he was like, I, you know, I don't know. Wait, wouldn't nah, he? Nah, nah, nah. Mr. Kern would never pull off such a stunt, okay? He's a wholesome former Family Feud host. The last wholesome Family Feud host, by the way. The, the, the show is now gutter garbage under Steve Harvey. I'm not saying it's not entertaining. But it, there, is no, there is no family in the feud anymore, okay? It's nothing. Why does Family Feud have to be wholesome? Uh, I don't know. Is it not? It's still pretty wholesome. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty wholesome yeah. I mean, I feel like Family Feud has kind of always been like always had those oddball moments where people say some stupid it, ass shit. There's like, there's always been a little bit of a tongue in cheek element to it, but it became a lot more like obvious under Steve Harvey. And it's not Steve Harvey's fault. It's America's fault. It's the culture's fault. And he just plays along with it like. I remember there was like a, um, like, why wouldn't somebody eat a cake at a birthday party? And then they get to somebody, and it's like, because somebody peed on it. I, okay, I'm like, okay, do you really think out of 100 people, like, someone pissing on the cake was, like, an actual answer? But, like, of course, that makes it to show, that makes it to air, and that makes it to Steve Harvey going, <sighs> peed on it. <laughs> yeah. 
That's with a mean, long mustachian <laughs> paws. Yeah, but I so I does it make it not family friendly? Yes, because like I can't. I mean, yeah, it's both dumb and not family friendly because I can't watch it with my eight year old. I mean, he would laugh hysterically at somebody peeing on a birthday. Does your eight year old like is wait? So can you not watch it with your eight year old because the concept of peeing on a cake is like problematic? Okay. All right. Or just okay, dumb, you're you're, ba you you're basing this off of one random answer that I remember, but there's a lot of sex questions in there now. There's a lot of like really off color. There's a lot of sex answers. Mm. That's so, so, nothing that Al Bourne yes. would ever do. Yes, hundred percent. But it's also on daytime television, so it is absolutely like fucking PG thirteen at worst. It is definitely PG thirteen, but it's like it's PG thirteen in the way we are PG thirteen. Like when when we say like. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I say fuck a lot. Yeah, no, but 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 when you yeah. say like what what was your what was your phrase for uh for blowjobs? Blowies uh, and what? Blowy jays. Yeah, blowy jays. Uh, blowy jays. Yes, there you go. That's a perfect example. Uh, I feel like you could get away with saying like blowies on Family Feud now. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know the standards of practice. You fucking work. Well, they've changed dramatically. Again, like, you could say ass, and you could say hole, but you couldn't say asshole. You could say butt, and you could say hole, but you couldn't say butthole. Mm. This is, uh, by, by the way, my cousin, who's a regular listener, calls, calls you fucking Alan, by the way. Just, yes. Just so I have a co-worker who says, like, occasionally he has to pause for long stints after you say fuck, like, 40 times in a row. <laughs> all right so look it's 23 year old pamela anderson then 37 year old tim allen uh i don't know man i mean look backstage he shook his dick at her do you think he did it yeah probably yeah i'm okay i'm yeah. torn like i don't know why she would say it otherwise because like my mm -hmm. point would be like that show made her like made her made her like she was already well on her way but what home improvement like solidified that path like so she owes tim allen a lot by being on the show well, hold on what is that true or are you just making this I, what do you mean what what am i making this she was she was, she was already a claim she was already but a i'm saying but year. okay again uh, you got to remember so it did not make her at all w wait say this again alan no that that he's saying it shot her into the hollywood i'm saying it shot her into the like stratosphere the acting, because, acting. because okay it Especially back in the 90s, it was one thing to be, like, the Playmate of the Year, but you were only known in, a like, a niche, like, a niche of the population. But once you make it onto, like, primetime television, but you only got onto primetime television because you were Playmate of the Year, it took the show to elevate you to that next level. Am I making sense, Wes? Yeah, I mean, the, out of that time frame, there, I mean, between her and what Anna Nicole Smith, I don't remember any like playmates actually getting to stardom. Uh, Jenny McCarthy, and then Carmen Electra, but she wasn't a she wasn't a playmate. But those centerfold. all came after Pam Anderson, though. So she paved the way for these playmates of the year to be actual like, um, right? But that's true. But then when you get Jenny McCarthy on what's that singled out? Oh, boy. My young lord. Oh my were god, on fire. she was so good on that show. Look, Jane McCarthy <laughs> earned everything she's ever gotten. I'm not gonna seriously, and I mean that in all honesty. Jane McCarthy earned everything she got. Like 
Ooh, and for the listeners, uh, she apparently came really close to having a lesbian experience with Jenna Jameson, told by her. God, can you imagine that? But Alan, there's no hair. There's no hair anywhere. Just on top of their heads. <laughs> Everything's been fucking lasered off. Alan, is that a sufficient <laughs> answer though? Like, yeah, no. I was uh, like, so my my point was, I didn't. I thought. Like, I wasn't sure. I was really just clarifying, like, was she on Home Improvement first and then became more famous? Or, like, did she just do a stint on Home Improvement because she was famous? She left She left Home Improvement because she was almost a distraction to the show. Like, like so no, people, people, like, knew who she was. Oh, well, people, men knew who she was when she was on Home Improvement. Like, oh, damn. That's the chick from Playboy. And then she was good on the show. She was a good foil for Tim during, you know, like, tool time. And then she became so big that she basically had to leave the show. Like, the show wasn't going to pay her anywhere near what she was worth at that point for publicity's sake. Yeah. And then she made Barbed Wire, yeah. where she and got then, really, really <clears throat> and then, and then, And then what, Murray, you said, like... I, I tend to agree that, that now that I'm playing this out, I think it's a inadvertent bathrobe scenario where he had nothing on underneath. His junk fell out for a split second. He said, ha ha. And said, well, I saw you naked. So you, you see me. <laughs> it, it I'm wasn't not saying just like my Rick, point. Rick Flair, like, whoo, look at that. <laughs> I'm the tool man. Find out. I need my jag saw. And that's exactly it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying, like, it's revisionist history through the eyes of the the, the person affected by it. So maybe – and to Tim Taylor – and to Tim Taylor, it may not have happened. He just may not remember it. But I think it might have happened. Tim Allen, dude. I know, but – Stop calling him by his fucking fictitious name, dude. Yes. Tim Taylor. And to Tim, to Tim Taylor <laughs> – <laughs> I, I want to look it up. I wonder if Tim Allen's middle name is Taylor. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim Taylor Allen. <laughs> He's got a good mugshot. He got a he got arrested for like coke possession. Yeah, in the yeah. 80s. yeah. He he he. Yeah, he he's admitted to that. But uh, okay, Tim Taylor. Wait, it's not Tim Taylor. It's Tim Allen. Fuck me. <laughs> you, you eat an edible? Timothy. Maybe. Whoa, his real name is Timothy Allen Dick. Yeah, that makes Known sense. professionally as Tim Allen. Makes... Tim well, Allen. here we are talking about Tim Dick. Tim Dick. Can you imagine like an agent is like, ooh, we got to clean this up. Tim Dick, yeah, that might fly. They do that with literally everyone. Uh, right. But you know nobody's, Dick Clark. Nobody's real name is their real name. Well, yeah. Right. But, uh, Timothy Allen Dick, huh? What are you gonna do? You're gonna show your dick to fucking Pam Anderson when she's 23. Come on, yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I, my... I know. You can't blame the guy, honestly. I mean, and my paint yeah. and my balls. In in in, in fucking 1991, <laughs> he was absolutely well within his rights. Yeah. Yes, I mean, can you see who he's married to? This is a different time. <laughs> I don't even know who that kid, that actress is. We're not even we're not even hearing about it for like twenty years, right? She's got a book to promote. Yeah, I hope it gives all the dirty details. Okay, and in, in all honesty, like does that does that tarnish the reputation of either either one of them? No, exactly. No, they're, no, they're, they're both kind of sun already. Buzz Lightyear yeah. was 
a great character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that is that what is that what we were talking about? Oh, I was I was unaware. <laughs> no, we were talking about Tim Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a Tim Dick, goddammit. You know what? I, I'm looking forward to some listener comments. How about you guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All well, right. Wes got to read them. <laughs> well, Alan, first you got to tell the uh, all the children's where you can find the middle class holes. Uh, you can find us if you really want to uh, on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok, right? Maybe? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you can check us out for your ear holes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's right. All right. <clears throat> uh, this week's a uh, little bit little bit lighter on the... Uh, we have five of them. Uh, I had to admit a few. Some just didn't, had no context, but that's okay. Uh, first, coming from uh, video Chiefsaholic that we posted on our official Middle Class Holes Facebook page where we talked about the super fan getting arrested. Our friend or my friend from way, way back, Bull Woods, that's not his name, that's an alias. He said he started robbing because the Chiefs never cover their spreads. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be a good point, actually. <laughs> clever, clever. Uh, this is coming from Chemtrails Part Two on TikTok. Uh, part One was banned because of, uh, I, and I don't know why. Part yeah, Two, I know, is still I was gonna up. ask you the same part question. Is, like, how did part two stick around if part one was so bad for the american public would you say no would you say in one you probably said like a buzzword in one yeah you didn't say it in one. I, I did i didn't go back and look and see i did, did yeah, i didn't i did probably i think i think it might have been you said uh well not you but the guy on the video said uh yeah, like yeah. government the government yeah, th- no 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 that they the straw man is using a it must be a different type of poison because it doesn't leave us yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, maybe because we have a part, I have a part three in the chamber. I can, I can get that fucking teed up. Yeah. So what you do is you just address uh, your censorship about right. using the word. Well, it looks like the uh, it gotcha. looks like they've been trying to ban me on the uh, the TikToks, and because uh, I said that, that they was <laughs> releasing the poison. Well, look at that poison right there. No, you got you can't say poison. You gotta you gotta say the p word, but don't fucking clarify it whatsoever. Mm. Right, and then and just keep going, and then call it the toxin. Mm. And I might go <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, moving forward, uh, you gotta call it the toxin. So this is this comes from uh, Weeby Duncan. Uh, you all know who that is, and uh, I can clarify later. And then he just simply <laughs> says, "So this is why I can't get hard anymore." <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why you're impotent these days. <laughs> Big airplane is fucking <laughs> filling the air with tons of fucking anti anti erection pollutants. Uh, so. oh, soft Peter is the uh, <laughs> wake up the wake. America. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, stay soft. Um, <laughs> this is uh, from Karen Ratio on TikTok. Uh, slutty underscore bagel. Uh, says, I think we need to go deeper and find out uh, who raised the Karens because there's a re- there's a reason they chose the name Karen. He's yeah. looking for like a grassroots thing. And uh, Mur, do you remember this is where you said I think I said the name Janice, and you were like, I feel like you know the ratio of 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 Cunty Janices versus Cunty Karens are far yeah. outweighed. And then this is uh, this person's take on it. Well, it's it is interesting, interesting because I, look, 
don't mock me, Alan, immediately. Just give me a second here. So, like, I think there might be something to, like, astrology, like, where the alignment of the stars and the, the, the planets and all that shit might have an effect in some capacity. Gravitational forces, pulling on molecules, changing, like, uh, the way the brain works and, like, the electrical function of your body and all that jazz. But I digress. The woman who would name a child Karen, that trickle-down effect that I'm speaking of from an astrological scale happens from a parental scale. So the type of woman that would name their child Karen has already genetically passed on the traits that take a human female to act in the manner that these bitches do. I could see Thank that. You. Yeah, planets and retrograde. Right. Yeah. Imaginary stuff making real stuff happen. Are you, <laughs> like are you a Scorpio Janice or, or a Scorpio Karen or are you a uh, Sagittarius? Mm. Ooh. Karen's usually yeah. Ooh, a Leo Karen. Like an aggressive fucking Karen. Oh, look the fuck out. Yeah. Right. Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one's come uh, from the same video. Uh, we actually had a really good day. Uh, recently with lemur ass mm -hmm. coffee it's where uh, murr talks about coffee tasting like coffee and then uh, he says i need to, but but murr you said squirrel no, ass coffee a, and then lem lemur coffee. lemur lemur shit coffee yeah. no no rabbit lemur rabbit shit, shit, coffee. shit coffee that's right because it was readily available to the people who founded the great plains and so yeah it was a hangover yeah. cure yeah, and then uh, it was so lemur ass coffee. Uh, a y the a i y k z azik first says great take. Uh, then the jokester s t i r great name by the way uh, says my coffee tastes like it smells because I flavor it that way. Yeah, mm. clever chink. Mm. Weird. Yeah. All right, everyone. Good night. <laughs> that was a really good one. <laughs> I told you it was a light week. All right, folks. Uh, shit, man. Got any penises, uh, penis stories? Uh, anything Anything you want to tell us? Hit us up. Tickle our tummies at gmail.com. Yeah. I know we got nothing because I, I, I now have linked into it. And I'm disappointed yeah. that. Uh, I just stopped. I just stopped. Look, man, we get good yeah. comments. I like our comments. Let's yeah, let, yeah, yeah, let's not worry about the email anymore. Keep giving us comments, folks. Yeah. Uh all right. We'll see you next week. Somebody count how many times I say fuck in an episode, please. Mm, make it a drinking game. Yeah. You, you, Don't do that. You'll you, die. You will be fucked. You will injure yourself. <laughs> you you and Megan Hill can chat later. <laughs> you will fucking injure your fucking self. <laughs>